<laughs> Welcome to the Relationship Report Podcast. My name is Shan. That is Dungeon. You know, we were what doing up, a bit up. of... Uh, this is episode 19. You can find the podcast on your favorite podcast app. And if you're looking for any podcast merch, it is on Who is Shan Shop with Teespring. Today, tonight, we are talking about relationships are work because they are. Okay. Yep. Whether it's friendship, business, uh, romantic, or work relationships, um, you got to pick your people wisely. You got to pick your person wisely out here today. A true um, friend is different for everybody. Um, find your people that actually are in action of being good people, not just saying, I'm a good person, I do this, I give this, I um, ask them, they they have nothing bad to say about me. Sometimes people don't have anything bad to say about you because they haven't seen the bad about you. You got that right. Um, Some people are really good at manipulating people. Some people are really good at, you know, being one way at work. Being one way at home, being one way in the street, uh-huh. being around family. Um, and some people don't have a different personality that they give work, fr- family, friends, uh, romantic-wise. What's up, L? And they are true to who they are. And my thing is to be around people who are true to who they are because the older I get, the less patience I have. So, um, in my personal opinion, I would say, um, when people really love you, they love you imperfectly, meaning they're not looking for you to be perfect. They're not looking for you to never make a mistake. They're not looking for the sun to shine out of your ass every morning. You know what I'm saying? And Uh I just want people to stop allowing so much energy that they have that's really good wasted on the wrong people trying to convince the wrong people that they need to stay trying to convince the wrong people that you know other people aren't good for them sometimes you got to let people that you really love and care about hit rock bottom so they can get grab them some common sense there you go tell them tell them how it works because people <laughs> nowadays like the way people go out of their way to prove themselves to people who aren't worth it is right. ridiculous. Like people love, like you see it all the time. Like in, 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 in every type of relationship, it's almost like that's what's been taught to everybody where it's like, prove your worth to people who aren't worth it because that means you're strong. No, what? Yeah. Like, well, you stop wasting your time doing that. Stop wasting your time with worthless people. Like, yeah, we are really going to understand. Like, that's the main thing that has to stop is because that, that, leaks into all form of relationships, loving relationships, friend relationships. You're proving yourself to people who don't deserve that energy or that time. You know so. what gets under my skin with that? Uh-huh. Is people who people who tell the person that's been the good person in the mix of shit, just kill them with kindness. <laughs> yeah, right. If, if you do good to a person who's been treating you like shit, talking to you like shit, giving you the shitty end of the stick, whether it's business, um, family, friendship, romantically, how is that going to make them say, you know what? 
today is Tuesday and today's the day where I want to treat this person with respect because that's all they've been doing for me. They're going to get over on you over and over again as long as you allow it. Like people who say kill them with kindness, I feel like are the people who benefit off of people not having boundaries. Yes. People not having standards, people not having a no, no more to shit. I'm not killing nobody that doesn't deserve my kindness with kindness. Yeah. Because they're not they're not gonna understand the purpose anyway. They're no. not gonna get the message. They're just gonna be like, whatever, like I'm gonna continue treating you like an asshole because you're weak. <laughs> you right. know? I'm gonna take advantage of you. They'd be like, oh, man, look, I, I ain't called her for, like, two weeks. I took her car. I crashed it. You know, she got tickets on the shit, and she still asking me what I want to eat tonight. That mm -hmm. person does not respect you. That person is not going to respect you because they've seen the space that you give them to disrespect you, and you still come at them better than the last time. Yeah. It's just like the, with the Bible of turn the other cheeks. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, listen, man, there's only so many other cheeks I'm turning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at some point, you have to learn to use your discernment and be like, oh, it doesn't mean that somebody start to literally abuse you. You know right. what I mean? Maybe when they do something once, you be like, all right, it is what it is. But, like, after that, it's, no, after that, be like, yo, then it's by Angela. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them and take it from there. R.I.P., okay, to the greatest. Because my thing is, like, if you go to turn a cheek, you only got two cheeks, okay? Yeah. So are you turning that cheek for them to hit you in the other one? You better believe you are. Because <laughs> they don't give a fuck. And then, you know, the society today of the people, um, I feel like we've talked about over and over again, um, where they don't feel like they should have to do work in a relationship. A lot of people are like, I just, I'm just waiting to bag me a good one. Or I'm just, you know, trying to find <laughs> my Mr. Right. I'm trying to find my king. So when I find my king, all I have to do is sit there and look cute. Uh, please. Do you know what comes with a man who feels like he's a king? Wait, who feels like he's a king or he actually is a king? Who a man who feels like he's he's a king and could possibly be that? It, to me, is like the women of today. Perfect example, Nia Long this week. Oh boy! Everybody's like, "Oh my god! Did you hear Nia Long's husband cheated on her? Oh my god!" My thing is like, what in life has ever stopped a wealthy, handsome man? What's up, Jay Winter and Josh? From cheating. Nothing has ever stopped a man from cheating. Whether you're great or whether you're not great. Whether you're beautiful or whether you're not beautiful. Whether you're popular or whether you're not popular. Nothing has ever stopped a man from cheating. And I I'm, think... Go ahead. Right, now, the, win, say, the win... Niggas cheated on Holly Berry. Holly Berry gets on? Like, come on, man. You know what I mean? What are we talking about? And my <laughs> thing is like... Um, the women of today, they think like all they have to do is get their bodies done, get the clothes, be in the scene, 
and then get the man and then I'm complete. I got him. No. Men who are wealthy, intelligent, work for themselves, made their careers, are in spaces and places where there's tons of women that look way better than you, younger than you, can get to where they need to be more than you because you actually got adult shit going on and they don't. Um, And they're going to be hawking that man that you think is so great and is such a king. And if you're insecure and you are all the way not 100 in yourself as a woman, you are going to feel like you are running laps to make sure that this man is happy, to make sure that this man is worthy, to make sure that this man respects you. Defending all these women all over the world through Instagram, through WhatsApp, through uh, TikTok, through his text messages, through his workspaces where you are not there. And my thing is like, if you don't have the mental capacity to be secure in yourself and to be in a relationship with a very wealthy man, why chase that? Mm-hmm. That's true. Like that, that's the whole thing. People don't understand what they're what they're getting into a lot of times, especially with that. Everybody seems to think like they're the only person chasing after this good-looking wealthy man or what have you. You know what I mean? And, it, and that'll never be the case because there's multiple people chasing after this homeless, worthless nigga. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so either way you go, you kind of got to protect, you know, protect your neck. Because Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. You know what I mean? Period. Period. <laughs> and and, and, and I, think, I think it is about balance because women... You know, men do it too, where they, oh, I want a bad bitch. I want a woman where she walk in, everything stops. I want a um a woman that can cook. She looks good. Her hair is this. Her this is this. And but when it comes time to upkeep those things, oh my God, this bitch want to spend a hundred and three dollars to get her nails done. Then she want me to pay for a nine hundred dollar extensions or a wig. Then she want to um, go on these trips. And then when I take her on these trips, she want to bring four friends and she want me to pay for it. You you bitching. You bitching about the bitch you picked. Yeah, you can't complain about having to upkeep a bad bitch when that's what you want. If you want a bad bitch, you got to take care of a bad bitch. You know what I mean? Because a lot of them can't take care of themselves. <laughs> so you got to be done, nails done, everything did. Yes. Still, also have the chance of her running off with Drake or a ball player whenever one of them niggas come around. Yes, because if you're doing all of those things, right, you upkeeping her, you're making sure she feels like a princess or a queen or whatever, you still on the ultimate NFL team at the Super Bowl every time this bitch leave the house, going to the grocery store, going to the gym. You still on defense every time she posts a picture, whether it's in her DMs, whether it's somebody she worked with, especially if she's in um, a media scene. That's why most men, when uh, there's a woman club owner or a woman that owns a restaurant, they're just like, no, I can't be with her. Because a woman that's in that type of position, dealing with the men that are in that space men um, a man that's 
every day on his other shit and can't be there all the time, he's not trying to deal with what that come with because it's always going to come with a man who's disrespectful. It's always going to come with a man who's trying to outdo you. It's always going to come with a man who trying to tell you how your husband ain't good enough. Same thing with a woman. Uh, you know, all, all of this shit. And I'm just like, you have to be really confident and at peace with yourself and meet somebody who's also really confident and at peace with themselves and is not aiming for the 12 room six bathroom mansion because that's not realistic because what what really comes with a bigger house is constant income when life happens you know what i'm saying what comes with a big house is a big ass gas bill a big ass electric bill the lawn care a whole bunch of fees for your house to look a certain way to compete with the other houses around it like it's a headache so my thing is like how do we go from a whole bunch of people having different relationships and different traditions with their family and wanting different careers and that being cool, right? Common to, oh, I'm trying to see, you know, how I can get on TikTok and become a millionaire. I'm trying yeah. to see how, how I could go from going to high school to becoming like the next Bill Gates. Oh, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get that basketball player or I'm about to uh, go to all the games as a 30-year-old woman and see if I could get me a rookie and I'm going to have his baby and then that's all I'm going to do is have his baby and I'm going to be lit for life. Or I'm just trying to be one of Nick Cannon's baby bombers. Now, that's not that hard to do. It's not Mm. hard to do, but it it really puts you in a position as a woman to be like, I did these things to get this person. Now I got them, but I still feel empty. I still feel worthless. I have well, no real skill. Well, the Nick Cannon thing, though, that's more of a mutual agreement. So that's like like the lady who did had Michael Jackson's kids, uh, Puppet and Muppet Baby, or whatever mm-hmm. his kids' names are. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, 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 that was an agreement. So now that white lady's set for life for having Puppet and Muppet Baby, and now Michael Jackson's gone, but they're still rich. You know what I mean? It was and a good he, bit. And of- he dead. He dead, and she still can't show her face. She can't. I mean, she looks terrible from when she did show her face. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's just like the whole thing with that is that was an agreement. So I would encourage a lot more of these women to do a Nick Cannon strategy as opposed to them acting like, you know, you're going to be able to hunt down a ball player. Like, Nick Cannon is kind of giving you life. He's like, hey, you look like a woman I want to have, I want to reproduce with and not have to have a whole relationship with, but I will be there financially and for the children. Ah, that's kind of a good deal because now you can go on and do what you need to do because he's still being a good dad. And now you've got all kinds of financial backup and you get to go find the man you actually want to be with. So you really just got access to a bank account and you can still go find the person that you want to be with. Now, you may not be good at that. And Nick Cannon probably definitely wasn't the person you want to be with because look at how this nigga's living. You know what I mean? He's living the, the poly amorous 
lifestyle, right? Polly Amherst? Or, a, you're not a political. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, Polly Dungeon, I don't, I don't have no issue with that. My issue is everybody in the world think that's what they need. Oh, she got that? I need that. Let's break it down. But the push gift. The push gift was some reality TV shit that celebrities started doing in delivery rooms with other rich people they were with. The push gift is not for the person that's bringing home 30K a year. The push gift is not for the the parents, the, the new teen parents that are living in their mama's basement and about to bring home twins because they were careless. The push gift is not for um, the dad that works at a restaurant as a cashier and the mom that works overnights at Walmart. I need a push gift because I'm about to have a baby. No, the push gift is for people whose lives are on residual money. Meaning I did the work and the work will forever bring me income to the point where I don't have to worry about the basics. I think people automatically assume what they see on their phones, what they see on TV. Oh, I can do that tomorrow. No, what happened to the process? What happened to doing the work? What happened to okay, they did they chose that career for them. Let me figure out what the career is that I want for me. You you know what the reality is for a lot of you that are listening, you listeners, just I'm gonna give you an example of how you're poor. Uh <laughs> you have to understand this, like if your example of being able to celebrate and do things is maxed out by going to the club, you're poor. Mm. I said what I said. Like, if you think that you going to the club and spending your little bit of rent money in the club to keep up with the drug dealers and actual ballers and athletes and rappers that are in there, which you're not keeping up with them at all because you've never seen what their calves are like, you are poor. You can't keep thinking that, oh, you know what? I, I, uh, I, I do all this and I work this, you know, uh, poverty line-ass job. And then once... Once every six months, I go to the club and spend my rent money like an idiot to try and keep up with people that are actually making more money than me. And then you come back feeling good about yourself the next day. You should you should feel terrible because you are living below the poverty line and you're poor. So understand, like, you're not impressing women. And if the woman you're with is impressed by that, she's poor, too. And you two are a poor-ass couple. And mm. you're pathetic. I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. Nobody's here to make you comfortable. We are here to let you know that relationships are work. And if you're going to build in a relationship, you're going to have to work. You yes. can't just be like, oh, ooh, yeah, let's just take our rent money and go to the club and be fucking broke on Monday and not have no food and go live Man. with your mama for the month. You poor ass nigga and woman. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We got a message. I'm going to play it. I think what you're describing is the lottery. Mm. Think about people play the lottery with the idea that it's actually possible for them to have a come up on millions, but it only costs them a dollar or two. And I think when you're describing these type of people who want it fast and quick, they just want to hit the lottery. Uh, working for something that 
is long-winded. You know, that's just not desirable for many people. Yes. Yes. It's not desirable for many people, but the idea that everybody thinks they're the um the exception is ridiculous today. It's like it's like oh oh mom do you have two hundred dollars? How much money do you do you make? I don't care if I made five million dollars. I'm still gonna tell my kids what I make is not your business. I can take care of you until you can take care of yourself. Like I don't ever feel like just because I'm a millionaire, my child's first car should be a Maserati. No, your first car is still going to be a Honda. Like. Just because I did my work, I'm 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 like a Shaq concept with it. Shaq was like, when my kids, you know, want all of these things and they want me to buy them, all, I said no. He and they'll be like, but I'm but we're rich. No, I'm rich. You ain't got no money. And that concept is what's going to keep your child humble. That concept is what's going to keep your child actually working towards something. Because if you continuously keep giving your child all the wants and they don't never have to do work, at what point are they going to be like, no, dad, no, mom, please stop. Don't make my life easy. Let me do it for myself. They're not. Exactly. So all this, all this like men woman bashing to me is redundant because why is the world full of people yelling at the internet about what they want in a person and what they like save all that shit when you meet the person that you think you like that you think you're in want to invest in and tell them because they're the ones that's going to bring that to fruition it's not going to be the world and the internet Yo, 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 yo. I promise you, I promise you, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna put the show back on. But if you guys are looking for any updates or what's going on with the show or any relationship type, type topics, you know what I'm saying? Check out our Twitter, okay? At the real RR show on Twitter. You can find Dungeon on IG at OG underscore Dungeon. You can find me at what? Shambi Potten. All right. Back to the show. Like you never left. All right. Sorry. And the world and the internet doesn't have to agree with you. Exactly. And the world also on the internet are not showing you what's real for you. No. That's, you have to realize that's not what you see on uh, Instagram is not real for the most part. There's a lot of faking going on on there, you know. You might follow a few people who really live that life, but most of your friends are, you know, on there doing some bullshit and doing shit they can't afford. You know what I mean? So, yeah, two messages. OG, hope you guys have a good day here. Let us see your topic relationships or work. I guess it is. Yes, it is. Like trying to deal with um, another person. With um their own fight or flight responses to their own words and 
set of words and ideas and thoughts, um, their own projections onto you, uh, their own history of things or trauma. That's the, the worst one, right? Because sometimes even they don't realize that they're traumatized and they're acting um, like like it's normal. Um, just, just so many things about other, the other um, that we just don't know and we um, think we figure them out because we only really see a piece of them that um, we can relate to, not realizing or oftentimes forgetting that they are much, much, much more than whatever small box we related to them with. Yes. I agree. I don't know why he ran out of here after he left that message like he was scared. <laughs> um, <laughs> and even with that, when he was talking, I was thinking about what show on TV or on Netflix or on Prime or on HBO does it show like a family that's not that's not dealing with drama, sex, um, uh, just like drug issues? Where is like the I go to work, my wife goes to work, my kids go to public school. And we have a dog, and let's just have like a real day to day family. There, that's not on TV at all. Well, they limit those shows. We, we, every time they have it, a network cancels it halfway through. Through, they're like, oh, blackish, too much like the Cosby's. We don't need that. Let's, uh, let's get that on off. Like, Why do you think ABC didn't re air a show that was actually working? Like, there was no problem with blackish. They had the numbers, everything. They were just like, oh, y'all asking for too much money. You mean people who are making a successful show because they're asking right. for raises is making too much money? But if right. Friends or Modern Family came on there and was like, hey, we're on season seven and it's successful, they'd have been like, we need to give you maxed out contracts for every last person down to the dog. But when a black family has it, it's an issue. It's the same. Not only show you can watch really like that on a regular network tv where your poor ass people can afford is uh C C uh cbs ne- the neighborhood that's actually for like regular folk but it's a really good show and it's mm-hmm. done you know, that's what Cedric the entertainer and and pam and uh and uh the, the white guy is it's a really really good show and it's got good lines you clearly have good writers but that's a show where it's like all right this is showing what it's like to be a normal person in a normal neighborhood and you know making a making a living and the, the the situations that we go through you know what i mean like um i'm i'm trying to imagine if martin was on tv today who i mean martin would survive if he's on tv today because the only thing that gets you in trouble if you're on tv today and you don't say the right thing is if you talk about the lgbtq and you disrespect them so Martin, Martin didn't really do too much of that. So they'd be out on TV today. But the the ingredients of what Martin was, right? Comedy, real, you know, relationship, uh, things that might pop up. Friendship. Uh, yeah, we got parents, but they come in every once in a while. But they're not on every episode. Uh-huh. A um, loud. Um, neighbor that's very sassy that happens to be you <laughs> you know what i'm saying not not a lot of cussing um 
I don't remember there being any LGBT people on there. Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. But it was relatable, right? And my thing is, like, now I feel like all the show's ingredients is um, sex, drugs, drama, trauma. LGBTQ. LGBTQ, but <laughs> on a level where let's show them example of what we do sexually. Like, we've never seen Martin and Gina have sex. We've we seen the alluding to they're going to, but we ne we didn't see that, and that was cool. Nobody was bothered by the fact that we can't see them do it. It wasn't needed. Now I feel like it's this, oh my God, that show failed because they didn't have a sex scene. Or... I'm starting to watch shows and count how many times I see a sex scene. Count how many times I've seen something along the lines of incest. Count how many times I saw somebody get beat up. Count how many times I saw somebody get killed. To the point where it's like the United States is trying to keep viewers in this this ring around the rosy of this is normal, this is normal, this is normal. Keep going, keep going, keep doing this. This is normal, this is normal. It doesn't have to be everybody's normal. Yeah, exactly. It definitely doesn't, but, you know, it, uh, everybody else wants it to be like that. They're like, yo. That's so boring to me. Um, but I'm going to play this message before I say anything else. Josh. Yo, this is called relationships are work. Yeah. Poor people are winning. Trust me. I know. Because <laughs> all these all these people that come out of the pen without without a job, they're always winning, always getting the baddest chicks. All you gotta do is go to jail and just do two, three years, four or five years, and, and you're winning after that. After that, you could just sit back and relax for the rest of your life. That's what I'm thinking. I see no lies. I see no lies in what he just said. I see not one bit of a lie. Okay, I have a theory. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like when it comes to men who have been in jail, I feel like they have a better um, possibility of coming out and being in a better position than when they went in as long as they like women. Or as long as they like flamboyant men and they're cool with just being the backdrop of whatever they got going on as long as they being taken care of because there's a lot of women out here who have great jobs they have a house already um they have multiple vehicles they have a business they have their kids and then they probably got divorced so they they're living off of alimony and um whatever money they got for them with the kids. Their only focus is, okay, where's the peen that I put in the puzzle? And the peen that you put in the puzzle, he don't have to do much. I just don't want to have to worry about him going nowhere. And let me tell you, a man who ain't got shit, who's being taken care of and don't want a lot, oh, he got no problem drinking the Capri Suns, being in your house that's already paid for, and he just got to be there to hug you and rub your feet sometime while he watch his show. Because the food's available. Boom! You know, that guy in the audience named Josh, I feel like he's, he's probably fresh out of prison and that's what he does. You know, if you, you're promoting, you know, incarcerated guys that hard, 
then I have to feel like you may have lived that life yourself or had a story about the night you were in the shelter and the dog came and dragged you out in your dirty underwear and <laughs> got you caught for jobs. There's some sort of story like that that I'm sure Josh is going to tell us about how, you know, he ain't shit. But he continues to find women who will take care of him because he got that jail background. And that and- jail background is what, he, is, is what turns a lot of them on because they think that it makes him a real nigga. And don't get Chris, me wrong. Out of this room. If we place your message and you left, sit your ass down and listen, Chris. Tyler, you jumping out. Sit your ass. Sit. Have a seat and have a coconut <laughs> smile and listen to what we're talking about, Chris. Damn. I think the same. I think the same women who are willing to take that guy that just did a bit in prison and take care of him, right, are equal to the men who continuously pay for women's OnlyFans. And send them a hundred dollars per week just for a little DM conversation, just for a picture of just for a picture of some feet, just yeah. for a nude, um, just so, for like, oh my gosh, she responded today. Oh, um, let's talk about what's gonna happen when I come to your city, and I'm never coming. Like I feel like those people are in the same bucket; they just happen to be opposite sex. Yeah. Exactly. Because I don't understand how people are avoiding working on themselves with people who are good for them to find a quick and happy temporary fix. Like, you'll know who is temporary for you because they're only with you because you look a certain way, you have a certain thing, and this will do until I find something better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I was sitting today and I was thinking, I'm just like, everybody likes to talk about how, oh, this person cheated on me and that person did me dirty. That's why I'm like this now. No. Uh, for a lot of people, they were the first people to cheat on themselves. And yeah. they cheated on themselves by knowing oh, this person really thinks I'm stupid or this person is really not telling the truth because I know I just caught them in a lie, but they so cute. Well, I think I could fix them. Well, let me just see because once they see that I'm doing all of these great things for me, then they'll stop talking to this person and they'll start acting right and all this. That was the time. That was the sign for you to get the fuck out of that situation. But your stupid ass chose to stay because you thought the power vested in you was going to change this person to be who you needed them to be to be comfortable in the situation. Then when you, the next time, because there will be a next time, when they do cheat and they do disrespect you and it's to the point where it's out in the open and now you have to act hurt, now you have to act like the victim. Now you got to blame somebody and it cannot be you. You want to tell them how they did you wrong, how they should have did this, and how why weren't they honest? Why weren't you honest with yourself when you saw that shit wasn't adding up? Uh huh. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because I'm just I I, I don't have it in me to listen to people who's just like, this is the fifth time he cheated on me, girl. Both of y'all cheated. Well, can I, I uh, can I stop you right there? Yes. None, no, no human should have that in them. 
Matter of fact, all of you people are friends who constantly have friends who come to the, come to you talking about how their um, spouse is cheating on them, beating them, doing sneaky shit. After that first, maybe at most second conversation, cut yeah. them off from that. Cut them off from that conversation. Don't allow them to keep wasting your time because that person is not allowed to be saved. They don't want to be saved. They just want somebody yeah. to listen to them talk about their nonsense and for them to keep doing the same bullshit they're doing. So what you need to do as a friend is to be like, hey, you didn't tell me about this once, you didn't tell me about this twice. What you're not going to do is keep wasting my fucking time. I can't <laughs> this motherfucker. And you're not going to do anything about it. And it's clearly, it's clear that he or she is treating you wrong. So since you can't understand what's happening here, I would like to talk about something else. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about this bullshit, though. Yes. I keep wasting my time and keep talking about the same shit that we know is wrong and that you know is wrong, but because you don't know how to fucking let this person go or move on, you think you're just going to sit here and waste my time talking to me all day about it. Start cutting those people off. Start cutting that conversation off. And if that person only wants to talk about that, then start cutting them off. It is unhealthy to have people like that around you. They're bad influences. They're making bad decisions, and they're constantly making bad decisions. And they're happy about it. Yes. And I have two cents on that shit, too. Any person that you think is your friend that always listens to you talk about how this is a fifth, third, or the um, fourth relationship that you're in and somebody's cheating on you, and they sit there and they listen to all the details and all the story, that is not your friend. No, not your friend at all. If you they, they, the third, sixteenth. Something wrong with you, nigga. Stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's, <laughs> Stop that, that, it. it's the fact that you are allowing somebody to get off on the fact that you are miserable, you are unhappy, and people are disrespecting you, and they are willing to sit there and listen to why your life is worse than theirs. Because when I... When I am the ear to my friends being upset, frustrated, or needing to vent, or sad about something, mm. I wait. I wait for them to tell me what you think. Um, uh -huh. can, you, can you help me? Um, I don't know what to do. You know, I wait because you're only going to be able to tell me that one time. And I'm going to reinforce you with the with the fact that no, you're being dumb. Uh -huh. You don't fix the situation by adding another problem. That's improper math. Uh -huh. um, you're better than that. And you don't have to put on a show for other people in order to be happy with what's going on in your life. Stop living your life for other people because you'll never be happy. It doesn't matter how great it looks. It doesn't matter what you get out of it. If this is honestly something that you do not want, who are you putting on a show for? That is a friend. Because whenever you're thinking about doing something stupid, Everybody has that one friend or that one person that they call before they do it. Exactly. Just just so they can tell them, and then they do the fuck shit anyway. Right! Or, if they tell them, no, you're dumb as shit if you go ahead and do this, they know, like, okay, if I go ahead and do this, this is the one person that I really want to be in my corner that is obviously not going to be there. Do I want to pursue? And if they're a smart friend, they go the fuck home. Uh -huh. That's true.
That's because that. The, the, this this reality TV shit, this um, bad girl shit, this um, you know, I'm I'm in this industry, I'm in that industry. I got a BBL. I only go to the clubs with other women. I got BBLs. Because we pulling this person, we pulling that person, and all our niggas got money. Da, da, da. <sighs> ooh, ooh. How you go? How you go anywhere with a group of women that hate themselves enough to be somebody else? Exactly, you're all BBL bitches. We the BBL bitches crew. You know, like, yeah. are we serious? That that's what that's what y'all got going for yourselves? The BBL bitches crew. Come on, my man. We gotta do a little bit better than that. <laughs> we gotta do better and- than. That. Like when when it comes to your relationships, whether it's friendships, work wise or romantic, work wise, if you go into business with an old friend or you go into business with someone that you went to college with and they're more business minded, you're more hands on in the business, but y'all work together, right? Does your relationship feed you past Oh, we had great times together. That's why I work with them. Or yeah, we went to school together. Or our kids grew up together. That's why I work with them. But they got me losing money in my business. They got my house in foreclosure because they didn't listen to me when I told them to do this taxes. Or we always in a hole. Or every time we do the books at the end of the month, we owe money. If that's the person that you went into business with sometimes, Losing the relationship and getting above water in your business for your family's sake and your sake is worth it. Sometimes you're going to be like, okay, I'm willing to lose this person despite our past because they're going to get me further and further in a hole where I'm homeless. They're going to get me further and further in a hole where my wife leaves me or my husband leaves me because they act in a whole ass in here. And every month I got to come up with an excuse on why I'm short, on why I can't help with my house shit, on why my car is getting repossessed because I couldn't come up with the payments, even though I got a whole business and customers coming out the wild. Struggle, love. Y'all be loving struggle love too. Struggle love, by the way, is not a real relationship. That's just two ignorant ass people that don't no want to let shit go. It's too You're, many options today to be struggling on anything. Yeah. How how is two of y'all and neither one of y'all can make fucking money? That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's two of y'all and both of you are like, yo, how about neither of us make no money? So we can sit here struggling over these baby ass bills. The crazy shit is, I bet you the amount of money I can pay. Myself, a whole struggle of couples' bills. It's just that y'all live beneath the poverty line. So for you, it seems like it's a hard thing to do. But if you stop bullshitting for the gram and out here and get some real jobs and pay you some decent money, it wouldn't be that hard. I promise you, I can go to a struggle of couple living in projects and pay both y'all bills and your rent. And you know what? It- <laughs> I'd be struggling, but I bet y'all I could do it <laughs> just to prove yeah, it, that it, it's a fact. Funny. <laughs> People who who are experiencing struggle love never had the discussion they needed to have. And this discussion is, if you have all of these bills, 
on a month-to-month basis, how do you prioritize them? Show me on paper how you would prioritize all of these bills. Oh, that never do that. If they don't do that together and they cannot do that together, you are going to struggle together until you struggle separately. So you'll struggle and then you'll fight. And then you'll think that by fucking after the struggle that y'all made up for it, but you still haven't fixed the fucking problem. And if you ask, and if you ask either person that's in that relationship dungeon, what they gonna say? Oh, like oh, the rent was fucked up because she didn't do this, or the car got repossessed because he didn't do that. There's no ownership in this shit ever, ever. And y'all need to stop thinking that that's just normal. There's not a bunch of people out here just getting their car repossessed every day. That's po ass, broke ass people doing that shit. And I feel like honestly, your Instagram account should get canceled. Whenever you do shit like that, you're like, oh, if you are struggling, you shouldn't be able to sit down and watch TV. Exactly. There are certain things. What did I say? What I say all the time, Shane? Uh, Recreational sex is for niggas who have good paying jobs and can afford. (laughs) And I'm like, that's the form of relief for them. Like, you homeless and broke ass niggas can't be out here doing that, and then just creating babies and not having a job. But that's the problem. Is like. We sitting here talking about women where women can and can't get abortions. How about you start telling these niggas that part? What 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 kind of money you need to make to be having recreational sex? That part. I bet you the amount of money that would one help procreation from slow down a little bit, and two, you wouldn't even have to worry about abortions because niggas would really then start considering what their dick went up and what goes up into raw. You know, there was there was a clip from a podcast where this guy was talking about when he was younger, the only reason why he got married is because that gave him more money from the army. Uh-huh. My thing is, a lot of the reason on why a lot of people who work in um, the army, navy, uh, all that shit is because they get more money from the government if they are married. Not because they like the person, not because they wanted the kids, not because they wanted the house. They just looking for an easier route on getting those things without doing the struggle other people do when they just want to work a job uh-huh. and go to school. Yeah, they're right. Because there's a lot of people who are in the army right now and because of inflation, the army this government is telling these people that served and are currently serving to go apply for food stamps. Uh-huh. Now, you, your government got to be really messed up for it to say, oh, we're not going to give you more money. But what you can do is go apply for food stamps. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Madness. Got two messages. What is a real relationship anyway? Like, <laughs> your definition for 2022 for a real relationship um, sounds like this. It, it actually sounds like there's no real relationship because all I hear is some bullshit a relationship. Mm. Like, real relationships is kind of like, kind of garbage. Makes snakes be like, Oh, you never been married before? Oh, don't ever get married. Because there's no... I don't, I don't even know what's a real relationship, honestly, in 2022. Shit, they all fucked up. Like, half of them. 
It's really fucked up and bad. Oi! <laughs> he get the oi after that. Let's listen to the next message see if he had anything. And the bad part, when I was homeless and shit, that shit is sending me money and shit, $700, a thousand. So, relationship is kind of fake. They had a real relationship, good man, but they still send the homeless guys a thousand dollars at a time and shit from a shelter and shit and letting them fuck them and giving them the keys to the house and a car. So a real relationship is probably fucked up. Mm. Oi. Mm. Oi. And you know what? I have no disagreements about it. I just feel like that's what's really going on in the streets. We see it on TV. We see it in real life. There's people who are just like, hey, you know, I want a real relationship and I want it through the most struggleicious version of what I could have it through. <laughs> you know, a nigga that's in jail, a nigga that's living in the shelter. I've never understood why we got as a society to a point where it was like, I'm sick of people of trying to meet somebody who's on my level. And the best part about this, Shan, is his reality. You've never tried to fucking meet anybody on your level. All you do is date niggas that are below you or or way below you. You never date, and when you date niggas that's above you, you get played out and then you get mad and like, say this is what niggas with money do. You ain't no business dating that surgeon in the first place. You had a good body, and he was like, yo, I'm a fuck, and that's it. But you love dating these below-you-ass motherfuckers and then being like, get out of here, blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't make sense. That's what the fuck is the problem. Like, there's never going to be a good nigga out of here that's beneath you. That's on poverty line. You're and not, that's... like, it doesn't, he's never going to treat you the way you want to be treated. Never going to make the money you expect. He's never going to reach the potential that mm-hmm. you expect him to reach. Oi. I'm from Australia now. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm a piggyback on that. I feel like there are people who are not trying to be better. So they have to find someone who is not trying to be better either. Mm-hmm. But they want to be on a level of, I'm not trying to be better, but at least I'm better than you. So I can oh, I could fit you in down here. And I don't have to worry about you because you're not going to be better than this. And if you need anything, I know you're going to come to me. And as, in the same position, there are males who are like... Well, I hope you're enjoying this show. Don't forget to check out Who Is She and Shop for the latest merch for fall winter. We appreciate you. And let's let's get let's get more into this. I mean it's all he 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 ha ha ha. And yeah, that too. But don't forget that you need to register to vote by October eleventh. That's the last day. Okay, we are in October. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode, but you know. Focus. I'm looking for a wife, and when I find her, she's not going to work. She's going to stay home. She's going to clean my house. She's going to cook for me. She's going to have my kids. And if she need anything, she could come to me and ask. 
I feel like those men are so scared of just being with a woman that wants them because a woman wanting them is such a gamble because when a woman wants you but she doesn't need you, you gotta put in the effort. You gotta keep up the antics. You gotta woo her. When a man is in a position where he is how you eat, how you sleep, how you drink, how you clothe yourself, how you pamper yourself, mm-hmm. what you gonna do? You gonna do everything masters say. Everything masters say. And so my thing is like, you must want someone you can control because you're so insecure on the gamble that comes with a woman choosing you every day. Uh-huh. These are facts. These... And you know, you know who's usually loud about shit like that? Oh. Them alpha men. I'm an alpha. <laughs> well, that that's that's a trick. Some of the alpha men use like the, one thing. You don't need to shout out you're an alpha male if you're a real alpha male. Period. You know, you know I've always said that. Like if you're a real alpha male, that's not something that you sit there and be like, "Hey, everybody, I need to tell you I'm a real alpha male." Because that's one sign of a nigga that's not a real alpha male. But right. like as far as um. Like the the man you're supposed to be with, you, y'all gonna have to put in the time. You're gonna have to put in the, the research and everything. Like I know a lot of y'all don't want to hear that, but you have to. It's not gonna work if you're just like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna keep dating these jail niggas. I'm gonna keep dating these niggas that come around the scooters and pick me up for a date. The fact that y'all, or some of y'all, a good amount mm-hmm. of y'all, eighty five percent of y'all, have accepted a nigga picking you up on one of these scooters. Take out on the date. Let's me know that you know what I got a relationship at the perfect time because I can't. You can't come back on the streets. There's no way to be back on these streets. I'm sorry, you know, Shan. You know, you gotta just you gotta figure out what you're gonna do because (laughs) these scooters, these scooters, society keeps creating things that let these niggas be more and more worthless. You know, and when I say niggas, I don't mean just black guys. I mean like every nationality of men. Who act like niggas. They come around, they're picking you up on scooters for dates, they make you pay for the date because they like you got a good job and you keep promoting that you have a good job and mm-hmm. that you hate a nigga. But you think that's gonna work on him and instead it's reverse psychology, work on you. <laughs> because you know, oh, I got this money, I don't need you, blah, blah blah. And then he makes you pay for dinner in the night, go home, dick it down, and now you just as submissive to him as you would have been in the first place because you fell for the dick. You fell mm-hmm. for the demon dick. And that's it. And that's why a lot of you are going to be out here in struggle-ass relationships. Because you don't know how to avoid them. You just keep falling right into them. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. And that's why the titles of tonight's show is Relationships to Work. Because the relationships, the, a lot of relationships y'all get into are going to be not only work, they're going to be overtime. Overtime! Yes. <laughs> like, and I will say that, you know, being being rich won't keep them. Being pretty won't keep them. Uh-huh. Giving more won't keep them. Uh, people build with you when they want you. Yep. Okay. And the best foundation of every great relationship is a friendship. And a friendship where 
You don't have to act like you somebody that you're not. You don't have to get ready because you, that person could come in while you getting dressed, while you like the real naked you um, at work where you're not, oh, you know, don't come in yet. I don't have all my makeup or, um, oh, yeah, my car is in the shop. Uh, that's why I got this ride. If that woman asked you and didn't complain about your car, why you feel automatically defensive to say that, oh, this is not mine, my car is this, or I drive a this? Like, I could smell the insecurity on men and women before I even say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right. Because I love you should hold weight in a way of, it should be built with action, not because I tell you every day so you should feel secure. Maybe because you show this person every day they feel secure. Maybe because, you know, some people stop trying when they feel like they got somebody already. And I think a lot of relationships and sometimes marriages fail because a man or a woman feels like, all right, I already got them. Now I don't have to take care of myself. Now I don't have to go out on dates. Now I don't have to court this person. Now I don't have to be spontaneous. Now I don't have to watch the fact that I can't see my dick because my stomach's in the way. Now I don't have to uh, tell my wife that she looks pretty or, you know, automatically maybe on Friday I set up a sitter for the kids I buy her a dress and put it in a box I send a card to the house that we share to pick her up and drop her off to where I want to take her out tonight like a lot of people get fucking comfortable in their relationships and wonder why their man or their woman is in somebody else DMs telling them how beautiful they look today yeah that's true that is true but you know the other thing that goes along with that is a lot of y'all got to watch yourself before you do that because you may not be worth all of that. <laughs> like, let's not just, we're not just going to sit here and act like everybody gets to have that type of attitude. No. And you, do, you need to sit and reassess yourself before you think that it's okay to run off and do that. Be like, well, am I doing this uh, a tad bit too hastily? Like, maybe I'm not the person that, you know, deserves all that all the time. And, Mm-hmm. I'm not putting forth the same effort on uh, on the side of the relationship, like so. It's, it's a lot more than just being like, "Yo, your husband, your man, or woman is getting lazy." It's more so like, "Is that what you deserve?" Now, nobody says you should be able to get lazy in a relationship, because you shouldn't. But also, we can't put that out there for these random ass people. Perfect example. People don't realize that they don't deserve this treatment. It shouldn't even be in a relationship in the first place. You know what I mean? Perfect example of this. When a man or a woman cheats or disrespects that man or woman and then they get caught, time passes, and then that person that they're with or claim they're trying to fix a relationship because they fucked up, they're not doing anything different. They're not um, appreciating them. But they expect this person to go above and beyond after the fact that you basically shit on them, but you want them to be in a great attitude. You want them to be joyful. You want them to be happy. They're always, you know, dragging or 
sad or they got an attitude or they don't want to they don't hug me like they used to they don't hug you like you used to because bitch you smell like somebody else's wang there you go exactly and don't nobody want to be affectionate to somebody they don't trust <laughs> exactly people like they don't get it they act like they don't get it so you can you can go from being really close to somebody, going to be above and beyond for somebody, then finding out they disrespect you in a certain way. It doesn't always have to be cheating. It could be, you know, y'all had a joint account for the business or the house, and then you found out, you know, they've been taking seventeen thousand dollars out for a separate account under their name and didn't say anything. And you come home, you don't say shit to them, but they just acting normal and smiling in your face. And so you start questioning yourself. I'm like, damn, if they doing all of this shit behind my back, what else are they doing? And I don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's a form of cheating, but it doesn't always have to be with another person. It doesn't always have to be sexually you did something to disrespect me. And my thing is relationships aren't always happy moments. And I think social media tv shows and life shows people all these great moments of being in a relationship every time you spend time with someone you should be learning something more about them because you're spending the time if you don't wake up and you next to your person that you spent years with and you don't think damn this side of their face is not really cute or they look ugly to but I still love them. Or you wake up before that person, you just like, I can just take this pillow and just stifle them right now if I wanted to. <laughs> if, you, if you don't ever get that way about the person you've been building with, uh-huh. do you really love that person? You have to ask yourself. Do you? Like, if you don't know this person's flaws, and you think still think they're so perfect and they're always happy and there's always this, they're probably clinically depressed. Uh-huh. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not always happy. I'm not always in the mood. I don't always want to be around my tr- children. Like, even today I tweeted, like, today I don't want to be called. I don't want to be wanted today. Uh-huh. Like, I, I wanted to be in my house and I wanted to feel like it was just me and my kids not were not around because when I'm working, I'm talking to multiple people at the same time asking me for shit. So having the girls home today because of this hurricane and they had school from home, I'm just like, damn, five people about to ask me for shit at the same time. Uh-huh. Like it's a lot. And when you live with somebody and you come home with them and then on top of that, y'all got dogs, y'all got kids, their mom is here and she didn't tell me that her mom was going to be home. Now I got, I can't just pull my wang out and relax. I got to, you know, go in my room and stay in my room when I'm paying bills for the whole house. Or, you know, you come home and all of his boys in the relationship watching the game, I mean, in the living room watching the game and he put you up on the fact that oh, I'm having company when you come home and you've been hearing people all day, you're going to have an attitude. Yeah, right. That's so, right. yeah, relationships are work. Relationships 
um, get shitty because people not communicating the fact that, you know, you used to do this thing at the beginning when we met and you don't do it no more. Did I do something wrong? Is there a reason why you stopped doing it? Or stop pretending like you got shit, your shit together and you don't and be with someone who sees that you don't have your shit together and it's just like, you know what? I figured out how to do this. Let me help you because I see the benefits in other areas of my life with you in it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of you people who do struggle love do it off of pride because you think that you don't want to explain it to somebody. But the whole thing is like the other person you're doing it with is just as broken and stupid and as worthless as you are. So, yes. <laughs> so you're not making a difference instead of being like, oh, this person does have their life together. I should be like, yo, I'm on the boundary of, you know, trying to get where I need to be. So, you know, can you help me? If not, then we probably need to date. Instead, you're like, oh, you just got out of prison? Well, I wasn't in prison, but I can't figure out how to get a good job in this, that, and the third. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so let stop letting pride fuck your whole shit up. And, um, you know, go on and do what you need to do and find the person you need that's going to help you get your life in order. On top yes. Because it. it's not going to be a nigga. More than likely, it's not going to be a man or a woman that's just going to pay for everything that you think you deserve because you don't deserve shit. Ain't nothing free. And just you know, how women run around screaming, this pussy ain't free. Neither is this house, neither is these clothes, neither is these Birkins. Remember Listen. That, remember that shit too. Listen, I tell people all the time, ain't nothing more attractive than a, a working man, a busy man. Mm. But on top of that, if that's the right person for you, in all their busyness, they going to make a priority to have a day or a time for y'all. Mm-hmm. Like You have to put in work every single day with people. And when you put in work, it's going to be when they have an attitude. It's going to be when... You know, they slammed the door today. It's going to be when um, they were supposed to take the car to go get an oil change and they didn't. And now the car messing up. And you got to constantly pull yourself out of the fact that, oh, you're doing this to me or you're making me feel this way. Maybe it's some other shit with them where they feel a way and it's just ricocheting off of other shit. Like people deal with so much shit on an everyday basis on top of people who have a darker skin tone so my thing is like if you leave your home and you go out into the world and you spend an all day fighting the world and as soon as you come home somebody greets you with you were supposed to do this and you ain't do this or why you ain't pay this bill? I told you about this bill and you ain't pay it. You always do that. Every time I told you to do this, you do this. Remember the time that you did this? Shut the fuck up. This is why people spend an hour sitting in their driveway not wanting to go in the house that they pay all the bills in. This is why a, a man that has worked 70 hours per week picks up five more shifts just to not go home to you. Facts. And what's so crazy is men and women lose time away from their children more and more because they're avoiding the elephant in the room, which is the spouse or the partner that they chose to play house with. 
because they don't want to address that shit. And so for me, there is nobody that is going to make me feel like, oh, I don't want to go in the house. I know I pulled up, but I don't want to stay out here in the hour an hour. And, and, and wait till they go to sleep and I'm going to go in the house just so I can have some peace. No, I'm going to walk in the house and I'm going to have some peace. And I'm going to spend some time with my children before they go to sleep. And I'm going to eat my dinner. And then if we need to have a conversation, we can have that conversation. But tomorrow's another day. You're not about to walk. I'm not about to walk in my house and have somebody bark at me. Exactly. This is fact, y'all. Listen to, listen to the choir being preached to. There's no way. There's no way. And some things in relationships are not workable. Don't let either sides of your families convince you that. Oh, just work with them. Oh, just take, give them some time to get it right. All of, sometimes you get to a point where you don't have time to wait for somebody to figure out when they want to be an adult sometimes you get to a point in your life where you don't have the space for someone who's trying to figure out if they want to put some protection on their dick when they're dealing with strangers and oh. not like or they don't let's, let's also remember Shan and I just want to say this like the main reason why a lot of y'all niggas try to say these toxic ass terrible po ass relationships is for kids I want you to understand that the children can sense that energy when you two are both fucking terrible. Yes. Stop acting like, oh, we're doing this for the kids. When no, y'all are doing it for yourselves. You're not doing it for the kids because y'all are both being terrible and toxic in front of them kids. And ain't nobody trying to hear that shit at this point. Stop making these kids go through your terrible toxicity relationships and hanging on to each other because you two don't know how to go out and find fucking healthy mates to be with. Yeah. Blaming the kids. Well, we got three of these niggas together. Yeah, that just means three times in a row you kept making bad decisions. Yeah. Stupid motherfuckers. Because all, all you all people that do that end up teaching their kids is like this is normal. Exactly. Yes. No kids yes, are I, fucked up later on. Yeah. I know this person punches me three times a week in the face, but this is normal. At least we eat dinner together. Yeah. At least um <laughs> we got a you know, hey, we got shelter. Like, yes. no, like, that's not, it's still not healthy, dummy. Like, fuck. And even if it's not physical, if it's just like verbal abuse, uh, you ain't shit, you ain't gonna be shit, your mama ain't shit, all of this, and then you raise a boy or a girl, and then they choose to be with somebody who tells them this on a normal basis. Are you going to be surprised at who they pick? No. Never be surprised. You can't be. You can't be. Mm, you know sometimes personalities built by character will not change. Not mm, personality. People on the back. Say it again, please. Personalities built by character will not change. Personalities big by, built by circumstance can change because once you become an adult, you can address, oh, I need to go to therapy. 
or there's a better way of having a relationship or there's a better way of talking to people. I want to talk to people better. But personalities built by character will not change because that's something within them that they've been living with and and teaching themselves to live with. And it's going to be half, at least half of a lifetime for them to unlearn that shit. And if you don't have half of a lifetime to spend with someone while they're working on unlearning some shit that kept them in survival mode, leave that relationship the fuck alone. Oi! I hope you all understand my new Australian look and why I keep saying oi. But Shan's definitely right. (laughs) Y'all need to understand, like, stop wasting your time staying in these relationships that are not worth the staying in and building. Like, you could do so much better, one, working on yourself, and then also going on to find somebody that can help you continue to build yourself into a better person. But by staying together with these terrible individuals and continuing to build up bullshit, you're never going to see any progression, which is why most of y'all stay stagnant where you're at, because you're building with another terrible individual. And what's so crazy, we live, we live in a society that... Um, makes people who choose to work on themselves and be single uh-huh. feel feel bad for doing it. Well, now, th- that's only after they've been doing it for too long. <laughs> no, but sometimes, sometimes people that's, be like, oh, sometimes people be like, well, well, how old are you? Oh, I'm 26. Shan. I'm not, no, I'm not talking about me. I'm <laughs> I'm a whole nother thing. I'm not talking about me. Okay, all right, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> sometimes people, people who are, let's say, are single, don't have kids, and a lot of women do this to men too. They be like, oh my God, he's 30 and he doesn't have any kids with anybody and he's single and he's a great job and he makes that kind of money. What's wrong with him? Yeah. How about... It shows your mentality is fucked up. Yes, how about that man has a plan? How about that man doesn't stick his wang naked in, in, into all women just because they look cute for the night or their hair looks nice? And my thing is, like, ain't nothing wrong with being picky. Uh-huh. That's how I you should be picky. With no kids? Yeah, you should be picky. <laughs> you know, like... You know, you know how many men regret their baby moms and like oh I ain't know she was crazy you ain't know she was crazy because you ain't spent enough time with her yeah you've been just trying to get in that wop and you got that wop and she tearing you up in court <laughs> now you got that wop and you got that sop up and <laughs> child support every time, every time you get a good opportunity she in court with you every time you post a new necklace she in court with you. Every time you get a new car, she in court with you. Imagine imagine having a child with a woman and you scared to post your congrats on, on social media because she watching. <laughs> I'm going to be charged extra. <laughs> That's crazy. But there are men out here living like that. And there are women out here who blatantly are sticking with the man who tells them, I'm going to get you pregnant. Y'all not in a relationship. Y'all not together. This man just gets off on the fact that 
getting women pregnant equals forever access. Uh-huh. They are out here, okay? It sounds stupid, but they do exist. That's right. And, 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 and this whole... Hey, we appreciate y'all for tuning into the Real Relationship Report podcast. Dungeon and I do our best to bring you, you know, what truly matters so relationships won't be shitty. Please leave a review on your favorite podcast app about what you liked about the show or what you didn't like and let us know. Now back to the show. Infatuation with, oh, he crazy. I like it. It's cute. It's not cute. It's not cute. Because there's, there's crazy couples in relationships bringing in other people's kids in, into a foster situation and killing them because they a little ticky-ticky. It's crazy women who they're just dying for to have a man in the household so they can look the part. And that man is either abusing their kids or convincing her that she should kill her kids for the insurance money. And because she's stuck up in the rapture of, ooh, I got Wayne consistently in my life, she goes ahead and she does it. And don't get me wrong, there are also men who are single parents who choose to have a woman that they're dating come live with them. And she too abuses his kids. And a lot more men don't say shit about that because it's it's not something that's seen in society that, oh, you're a man, you should have been able to prevent that. So a lot of men don't say shit about it. And there's two avenues for people who grow up like that. It's either they grow up and they become adults that are super not trusting of people or they um, they don't want to have kids themselves because they're scared that's going to happen to their kid or they repeat what was done to them. That's facts. So my thing is like, you should be picky. If you have kids and you um, want to date, you should be picky about how soon that person gets to be around your kids. If you don't have kids, but you would like kids one day, ain't no rush. And if you get in a relationship with somebody that's rushing you to have kids because, you know, you got all this time and you got all this money, why don't we have it right now? Because I'm not ready. And if they can't respect the fact that you're not ready, then they're not for you. There you go. It's that simple. And those people also have hurt you later on when they, they don't respect your time. Yes, yeah, and there are important that it is when like people respect your time and and get what it is that you're going through, and they're like, "I'm willing to work with you through this," as opposed to just being like, "Oh, you know, you're not on my timeline. Fuck it, you're it's not worth it." And you be like, "All right, what's yeah. worth the ass about here?" There's so many new married couples that don't have kids, and they go on like the best vacations and stuff, but deep inside they feel guilty because. Their wedding was, you know, three years ago, and they don't have kids yet. I'm just like, fuck them. Uh-huh. You know how 
how relaxing it is to be able to go on vacation with your wife and your husband and you ain't got to worry about a babysitter. You ain't got to worry about a dog. Who going to watch the dog? You ain't got to worry about getting more tickets because once your child gets over two-year-old, you got to buy an adult ticket. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, my thing is, like, when you get married, you should be internationally dating your spouse. You should be flying to wherever you want to fly to before you get the kids. Don't rush to have the kids and not really build a relationship with the person you married. Because when the kids come, y'all vacations get few and far between. There you go. Okay. I know what it's like to go to a beach with kids. You don't enjoy yourself because you're trying to figure out how you going to keep your eye on multiple kids at a big ass beach from drowning, eating sand, or somebody picking their ass up. Exactly. No fun. No boy. It's not not fun. So either wherever you are in your life, enjoy it because there are women out here buying fake pregnancy tests, lying to men about needing an abortion. There is no baby. And she's just racking up the money and buying whatever she want to buy to look nice for the nice person. Okay. And, and, and the next guy, she going to do the same thing too. These women are out here lying. These women are out here plotting. There are men out here sending gorgeous women to go into stores, into gas stations, to go to your house. Other men are waiting for that woman to be in the house, unlock the door, and come right back your shit. Yes, sir. Best believe it. It is real out here. So my thing is, like, when you look at relationships with people, don't look at relationships with people as in, I want to keep this person in my life, or I, I, that's my person, or they belong to me. Don't nobody belong to you. Uh-huh. Okay? Nobody belongs to you. The best people to have in your life are the people that want to be there. Okay? And the people that put in the effort to be there and grow with you. And regular relationships are supposed to have shitty days, great days, sad days, happy days, confused days, angry days, excited days. The whole point of this shit is to be there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that right. Because there's a lot of people that claim they have friends, but their friends only show up when they get paid. Their friends only show up when they have an event. Their friends only show up when they had an engagement party or they having a pool party or they cooking and they come with what? Ice? Foil? Uh-huh. Like, they don't bring nothing to your life that's adding on to anything. And the worst thing you can do is lie about your feelings and not be upfront. Whether you're working with somebody that you should have left the business with, whether you're in a relationship with somebody, whether you, um, you know, just having a family member work with you and they taking you for, you know, an advantage because they come in when they want to, they don't do the work right. You had to hire a third person for them to do the work that they should be doing correctly. So they costing you more than they building with you. Uh, that's true. So you got to make it make sense and never doubt exactly where you belong 
it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time for someone to keep choosing you and seeing you as a pro and you the only one that's looking at yourself as a waste, as why would somebody want me? That's the time that you need to understand who you are because why you keep attracting all of these people that see the pros in you and you don't see them. (laughs) Yep, exactly. Exactly. when I talk about these relationships or work, have have some kids because those relationships be work. It be work to make sure that you're not raising a serial killer. It be work to make sure that you're not raising a selfish, entitled human being because of what you gave them or the boundaries you ain't set. Or um, it takes work to honestly be like, Damn, my child is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, it also takes, uh, you got to set and pride aside to acknowledge that your child is an asshole. Yes. You know what I mean? I say everybody acts like, oh, my child's too good. My child don't do that. But like, no, your child does. You know what I mean? Your child's an asshole. And that's it. That is what it is. And I will say, like, um, parents, it's, it takes two people to be, to make a kid and, and parent, but most kids today are being raised by one parent, um, unfortunately. And my thing is, if you live in a, um, a city or a community where it has gone to shit. It's not what it was when you grew up in it. Save all your fucking taxes and do your child a better favor by moving somewhere where it's better. Because as a parent, I get really irritated by people that know the city that they live in ain't shit. But every time taxes come, they buying the latest this. They buying new furniture in that environment that ain't shit. They buying their child new shoes. They going away on vacation and they coming back to the place that ain't shit. And then they turn around and they crying on the news that their 13-year-old gone. Uh-huh. Their 15-year-old gone. Their, their, their child made it through elementary school, middle school, high school. And they supposed to graduate tomorrow and they got shot sitting on the stoop. Exactly. Those are relationships too. And as a parent, you gotta you gotta take that gamble and be like, you know what, I'ma take my bet elsewhere just so my child could have more opportunities to be a kid. Uh-huh. These these is facts, everybody. But yeah, these goddamn relationships. Um I don't look at no relationship today in society and be like, oh, that's 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 what I want. I don't want no relationship I can't afford, okay? I don't want um, no vehicle I can't afford. I don't want no house I can't afford and maintain because getting somebody that you're not ready for is worse than not having somebody that you want. Exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. That's exactly how that shit works. 
Um, a lot was said tonight. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the messages. Um, we have one more message. I'm gonna play it. Uh, before we get out of here, you can find us on Twitter at the Real RR Show. Um, this episode will be up on Monday on your favorite podcast app, The Real Relationship Rapport. And um, if there is something that we did not say, let us know. You can message on Stereo. You can find Dungeon and I on IG, OG underscore Dungeon, and at Shamby Podden. And um, all of the podcast things that I'm into, you can find on ShambyPodden.com. I do have a YouTube channel that I'm doing with Stream Media, um, Shannon Pods. So I'll be on there talking about other things. But other than that, whatever relationships you be in, just make sure you good. You Gucci, okay? Too many people out here getting in relationships for selfish reasons. What can I get when I, I'm with them? What can I get when I'm there? What do they do for me? And they ain't got shit to do for you. Facts. Y'all better hear us. It's just very simple. Like, if you working on being great and you working on being a better person and you taking care of yourself and you look good, you should be making anybody that's doing less feel uncomfortable to step to you. There you go. You got that right. And not uncomfortable because you're going to be rude to them because they're not doing what they need to do. Just like, okay, I can't go in there because I'm not prepared. Or I can't go in there because I don't know what to say. Or I can't ask for their time and I'm going to waste it. Like, that's how people should feel when you're on top of your shit. Uh-huh. As facts. I'm going to play this message. And I don't want to bring up Rust in Peace, that nigga that had that relationship podcast and shit, but he wasn't in no relationship at all. He wasn't married. I guess he might have been married before, but he had a, a famous podcast that he made money from and shit because he even knows that relationships ain't shit, and that's why he always just dated random, random arranged hoes and shit that he paid for and shit. I mean, and sorry that he had to die about that, but that's that's just real facts and shit. And he was actually talking knowledge and shit. That's the crazy part about that relationship shit. I mean, R.I.P. though, my man. Yes. I think I think there are going to be two groups of people. There are going to be people who try the relationship try the marriage, it don't work, they're never doing that shit again. And they're just like, I'll just serial date until the casket dropped. And I think he was one of those people where he wasn't a marriage, he had kids, the relationship didn't work, clearly he was flamboyant, but he still kept women around. Um, and he was just, he was just out with his opinion and it wasn't too, it was like very recent up till his passing where he just got up to date on his child support. So I feel like his experience created the verbiage and the delivery that he would give to people. But I, I do agree with a lot of the things that he said. I just don't agree with how he would give it delivery wise. Yeah, um, delivery. But I, yeah, but I do agree with what he said about women. I do agree with what he said about men. But there's a certain way 
to say certain shit where your point is going to get across and understood and um, not, oh, let me take this clip. And a lot of people that took clips from him wasn't listening to the whole thing. Exactly. So that's why that's why he got a whole bunch of work with the niggas that kept quoting from him like, yo, you're not the niggas he's talking about. Right. Well, because he a sample, you think he's talking about you, but he's not. You guys are terrible. Right. He was, I, there was one that came up yesterday where he was saying like, if you're a single man and you claiming that you deserve X, Y, and Z women, but you ain't got no kids and you only working 40 hours a week, you don't need shit. You need to be working 70 hours a week. And that's true because you got all the time in the world. Why you bullshitting? That's a fact. That's a fact. Because I'm going to tell you right now, before I had kids, all my 20s, I was working three jobs every year. I never checked my bank account. I was very comfortable. But it becomes a time where you got to make a decision on what type of parent you want to be. Do you want to focus on getting money, money, money all the time and have a complete stranger raise your kids and y'all don't really have a relationship and they don't know you? Or do you want to be available to your kids because that's more of a priority over money all the fucking time? You just uh, got to make a decision. Yeah. But uh, this was a good episode. Happy Friday, everybody. As usual. Listen, as usual, this is the last day of September. Tomorrow's the first. I hope you paid your rent. Um, RIP to all the people who are moving back in with their family because these rent prices are stupid right now. Um, I understand. Just make a plan. Stack your bread. Don't be wasting your money on people that don't want you and people that's not good for you. RIP to the people who are moving back with their family because they made bad decisions consistently and the people that they were dating who were broke and kept wondering about potential and that's why you place you're at right now. I don't feel bad for you at all and that's where me and Chan differ. Listen. (laughs) You put yourself in this position. Let me tell you this. You ain't had no money and you kept dating niggas with no money because you swore up and down that niggas that get money can't take you down the fucking way a normal person could. You stupid son of a bitch. Let now me you're tell you. With your pet mammy and pappy. Homeless and worthless. And you go to stay there with your little gang member, fake ass rapping boyfriend who ain't never got a nigga. Let me tell you this. It is better to have your home go in foreclosure because you couldn't afford it than it is to sign a lease with a boyfriend or a girlfriend and get evicted. Because when you get evicted, Ain't nobody giving you shit. Chan, they still, the people you're talking to are still going to do that. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm just like, no, that's a risk I'm not willing to take. Are y'all crazy? Yeah, well, there's a lot of people out here who love potential. When oh you love God. potential, you take risk for potential. See, y'all love that potential life. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with some more fire for your ass. Bye. Uh,